0: All you delightful little ragamuffins, I'm John Miller, your friendly neighborhood anarchist and the host of the Everybody Trades podcast, and thank you so much for joining me once again. I certainly appreciate the highly intelligent people that are in this audience, but you know what? At the top of the show here, let's just see just how intelligent you people truly are. And you know what? If you're watching here on YouTube... If you're, if you're listening, thank you so much for listening for free wherever you get your podcasts. But if there's there's a YouTube show to listen to, this one might be it. Might be a little bit easier to follow along. If if you're watching right now, you can see the chart, in fact, that I have along the left side of your screen here. This is from the American Presidency Project from UC Santa Barbara. Basically, on the left side of your screen here, you can see year by year how much money the federal government took in in receipts quote unquote basically tax revenue right So in 1930 here when their, when their data starts, you can see President Calvin Coolidge, well the government took in 4.1 billion dollars and they spent 3.3 so actually a, a budget deficit for that. excuse me, a budget surplus for that particular year. As you can see, as we move down the years here, not a lot of that happening. Almost every single year, you're going to see the United States government spending more than what they have. But regardless, now that you've got an idea of how this works, again, left side here, that's the amount of revenue and the right side is gonna be the amount of spending in billions of dollars. Again, you gotta kinda of chuckle imagining the United States government only spending three point three billion dollars in a year, right? My goodness. Well, as you can see as we scroll down here, these numbers just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and bigger, and bigger still. But here's where I want to start with the trivia questions, right? Okay, we can see what Jimmy Carter spent. And I'm going to start with Jimmy Carter because, well, he's the preceding president of my life. I was born in 1983, so I was born during a Reagan administration, right? So let's essentially start with Ronald Reagan. But in order to start with him, we need some context. So the previous administration, Jimmy Carter, right? Just the, the worst president in modern history, according to some people, right? Conservatives and Republicans in particular love to mock Jimmy Carter. But Republicans and fiscal conservatives, they also like to say they're for... They like to not spend a lot, right? They're for fiscal restraint. Well, Jimmy Carter, obviously, with his, in his first year in office, $458 billion in spending. Well, okay... By the end of it, $678 billion. So between 450 and $670. we will just say by the end of it, we'll stick with the 670 number. So my question for you. During the Reagan administration, here's your trivia question. Was there more spending or less spending? That's your simple question. I'll pause for a minute and give you a second to answer that question. Well, if you said there is more spending during the Reagan administration, move to the head of the class because you are correct. As you can see here, even though fiscal conservative, quote unquote, the champion of the Republican Party, some people say the greatest Republican president in modern history, Ronald Reagan. Well, as you can see, in 1982, Reagan's first year in office, $745 billion were spent By 1987, we actually hit the $1 trillion mark for the first time under Reagan. Indeed, every single year under Ronald Reagan, spending went up until by the end of it, you're over $1.1 trillion per year spent. So, this is the big fiscal conservative that the Republican Party loves, right? Old Ronnie Reagan. Well, I can hear the excuse now. Don't get me wrong. I can hear the excuse. Well, Reagan was a genius, you see. He spent so much money on military that he caused the Soviet Union to collapse. Aha! He tricked them into spending so much money on their military that that caused basically the Soviet Union to then collapse, right? Well, I can poke a lot of holes in that theory, but again, let's focus on the actual spending part. Let's say I accept that premise. Even though I don't, by the way, but for the sake of discussion, I'll I'll give you that one. Well, here's the thing. The the Soviet Union collapsed in 1991. As you can see, under the George H.W. Bush administration, spending continued to climb each and every year. All four years, spending climbed. By the time Bush was done in 1993, his final year in office, you've got $1.4 trillion in spending. Again, that's up about three, $300 billion from the end of Reagan. But, hey, you know, William Jefferson Clinton, Bill Clinton, obviously you expect spending to go up under the Democrats, right? And sure enough, it did each and every year. Now here's trivia question number two. Surely, well, now that we're creeping up toward $2 trillion, Surely there had to have been some sanity. Surely after eight years of Democrat nonsense, surely the voters got tired of that, wanted a Republican who ran on some fiscal sanity. Surely we got it under control under George W. Bush, right? Well, if you said no, indeed, spending grew under W as well, you are absolutely 100% correct. And if you want to use the the 9/11 excuse, the war on terror excuse. You're a big fan of the war on terror. Think that's that's go- that's been a great use of American taxpayer dollars so far. Well, I'll allow you to die on that hill. But the reality is, first year under George W. Bush, two trillion dollars. By the end of it, three and a half trillion dollars. How in the world anybody can think the Republican Party is the repor- is the party of fiscal restraint is beyond me? Now, if you're yelling at me now and saying, well, Congress is the one who authorizes spending, understood. Let me know how many spending bills George W. Bush vetoed and get back to me. Now, okay, one final bit of trivia. Surely, Barack Obama, we all know... I mean, the big socialist, right? The kooky, the kookiest Democrat of them all. If you listen to Rush Limbaugh and all these people, this guy took us to the brink of pure socialism, right? Except really, did he not just kind of continue what George W. Bush did? And in fact, for the first year, ironically, in about a million years, it feels like if you actually have been following along with this chart. Ironically, government spending actually decreased from 2009 to Barack Obama's first year, at least according to this chart in the year 2010. Now, by the end of it, of course, you actually see you know, some slight degradation here. Like, oh, it went from 3.4 to 3.6 to 3.5, down to 3.4, back up to 3.5. Not exactly the biggest increase in the world from Barack Obama to, He went from 3.4 to 3.9. Obviously, that's an increase during his eight years. But in terms of percentage, it's not even close. George W. Bush nearly doubled spending in his eight years. Meanwhile, Barack Obama grew at about, oh, I'd say 15% or so. Uh, You know, just in terms of percentages, there's absolutely no comparison. But surely. Donald Trump, he had to be the voice of sanity, right? The guy who's Mr. Anti-Establishment, who's, who is absolutely hated by the mainstream media in D.C., the D.C. political establishment. They all hate him. They all wanted to take him out via any means necessary, basically. So surely he fought against this spending, right? So your final trivia question is, did Donald Trump's administration spend less than the Barack Obama administration? And the answer is, of course not, because this is America, baby. One thing we've done for the last hundred or so years, we spend more every single year with very few exceptions, and every single regime, by the end of it, they've all spent more. That's, in my lifetime, that's the lesson. Every single administration spends more than the previous, regardless if there's a D next to their name, regardless if there's an R next to their name, and regardless if they want to make America great again or not. And again, on a percentage basis, well, look what's happened. Under Donald Trump, he started off with a $4.1 trillion spending. 2020 is up to six and a half, again, on a, a percentage basis That is wildly different than what Obama did. Both Trump and W. Bush had way bigger increases in terms of percentage spending under their administrations, under their separate congresses, than Barack Obama did, the biggest socialist you've ever heard. So it turns out that, in fact, if you're so worried about Joe Biden or perhaps Perhaps you're worried about Hillary Clinton getting in in 2024. Well, it turns out the reality is maybe the Republicans in Congress actually hold the Democrats' feet to the fire a little bit more on spending when one of their own is actually in office. It turns out the results for Republican voters, sure, you didn't like Barack Obama's rhetoric. You, you enjoyed Donald Trump's rhetoric more. Maybe you like George W. Bush's rhetoric more than Obama's. Fine and dandy, but the reality is, under which administration spent less? If you don't want to give Obama credit for that, fine and dandy. I'm sure he would have loved to have spent $30 trillion. I won't argue with you there, but the the results are what they are, and you can't argue with them. Those numbers are as plain as day. So finally, now that I've made that point, I'll make another... Let's just do a hypothetical trivia question. I'll just ask you what you think. There's no right or wrong here. I just want to know what you think now after I've laid this all out. Let's say Donald Trump is elected again president. Let's say he's the next Grover Cleveland with his non-consecutive terms, and he's elected president once again in 2024. you got to say there's, as we talk in February of 2022, there's a non-zero chance that that happens. There has to be at least a possibility of that. Well, if Trump is president again, do you think he's going to spend more or less than Joe Biden? Because if I were a betting man, I sure as heck would bet on more. And Biden has thought of, of course, oh, he's so crazy, blah, 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 blah. And I'm not saying he's not. I don't want anybody to take this as a defense of Joe Biden or, or Barack Obama's spending whatsoever. I'm sure both of those guys and Hillary Clinton and any Democrat basically who would get in office would would spend even more than they were allowed. My point is, what are the results that we're getting? What are you getting for your Republican vote for president? Are you actually getting better results? Ultimately, I want to tell people stop spending so much time putting all your eggs in the presidential in the presidential basket, number one. And also, stop spending so much time watching Fox News all day. Don't get me wrong, I'm not telling you to watch CNN or MSNBC either. It's all just a bunch of garbage. It's all pro wrestling to me. And don't get me wrong, nothing against pro wrestling. Hey, I'm I'm wearing an, an All Elite Wrestling sweatshirt as we record this podcast. So I'm a fan. But here's the deal. If I want pro wrestling, I'll watch pro wrestling. When it comes to my money, when it comes to my wages and the inflation that's being wrought upon them as we speak, well, that actually matters to me. I want to live in reality. and I don't want to, ju- I don't want to just cheerlead for The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. That doesn't get us anywhere. Because sometimes, sometimes when the bad guy, quote-unquote, is in charge, apparently, well, apparently you actually get better results, at least in terms of spending. So stop putting so many eggs in the presidential basket, especially emotionally. Is your life really that much different under Joe Biden than it was at the end of the Trump regime? Maybe it would have been if Donald Trump would have taken a stand against mask mandates and against vac- vaccine mandates and passports and this whole COVID regime that came to be under his watch Frankly, that's why, even though I've said there's a non-zero chance Trump is president in 2024, I just don't believe it's going to happen. I think the magic of Trump in 2016, whatever the Make America Great Again, that spoke to a, a large percentage of the country, clearly enough to elect him president. But it didn't happen again. The magic, it wasn't the same thing in 2020, and especially in the wake of him just basically taking the regime stance, the the D.C. establishment stance on everything COVID, well, I just don't see that as being different enough to get him elected again. I mean, are we really going to... Is it really going to be the oldster show once again in 2024? I just, I can't imagine that that's the direction that most voters are going to want to go. Don't get me wrong, Trump still has his fans. I just don't think it's going to be as many as there were eight years ago. So with all that being said, I'm John Miller and you have been listening to Everybody Trades.